Okay, guys, welcome to another episode of The Anchor of the Week. Um, yes. We are buzzing for today. We've got a, a special episode, Courtney. Yes, we do. If you can't tell, if you're watching us on YouTube or now watching us on the videos on Spotify, oh, which yeah. we're still cool pretty feature. pumped yeah. about. Um, we are joined today by Gary Dwyer, who is part of the Metropolitan Police. He's been in the force for the past 40 years here in London and for the past 12 years has been a community support officer. And if you yeah. listen to our last episode, we kind of touched on police and different institutions um, yeah, in our society. And today we are getting a firsthand experience. We are. I know. We've got tons of questions for you, Gary. First of all, thank you so much for joining us. It is an absolute pleasure to have you on. Thanks for asking me along. Thank yes, you. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Today we want to just really dive into it. You have a very, yes. I think, specific and a very key perspective. Obviously, you've you know yes. been in the the yes. Met Police for the past 40 years. So not only That's have you right. seen London change a lot, I'm sure. Yes. But you've also seen, I think, just general society change and maybe yes. what we value and the way that we behave. And That's right. Yeah. So we're yeah. going to dig into that a little we bit are, today. Yeah. Yeah. Please yeah. do. And yeah. I'll try and be as relaxed as possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because uh, being on the spotlight can, can be very um, challenging for public figures uh, that represent uh, big organizations. Yes, yeah. Because yeah. I, there's my own views and there's also the corporate position that I have to be respectful of. So yeah. try and keep the balance. Yeah, really. yes. for sure. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So one of the things, um, obviously, we met with uh, Gary, obviously, before this, had a yeah. little chat um, about yes. kind of what we'll yeah. talk about today. But yeah. uh, one of the things that I kind of picked up from our conversation was, yes. I guess, almost the definition of what the police do yes, and yes. their kind of role in our society. Yes. I think a lot of people see it as they control, whether right. that's good or bad, they have different opinions, yes, but yes. it's more of a control perspective. But actually you you came at it from a, a different yes. angle. Yes. Um, do you want to just explain that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, the, the word that was uh, <clears throat> foremost in my mind this morning as I came here was the word perspectives. Mm. And even, even your own perspective, Zach, mm -hmm. in what you... You know, you're bringing your own perspective to, to the actual interview. And I've had to uh, speak to many groups who've come, who, who've approached me with their own perspective and take the opportunity to try and help them with that perspective to see for what it is and, and not as they imagine it to be. Yeah. So it's good to, I think each person's perspective will be different. Mm. I mean, after all, uh, a word isn't just what it actually means, it's what a person thinks it means. This is what we're up against, you know. So the word police can mean one thing to someone yeah. and entirely another thing to, sure. some, to someone else. Mm -hmm. And um, we don't know what that perspective is unless we get the opportunity to unpack the people's perspective and to see how, how flexible they are in their opinion and how that might change one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I know, obviously, like I'd mentioned, people think control, but uh, I know you mentioned more yes, of a, yeah. from a safety perspective. That's um, right. We've, do you want to just elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, one? I mean, we've got a core responsibility for public safety, mm -hmm. the preservation of public tranquility, mm. uh, dealing with crime, keeping people safe, keeping the Queen's peace. Yeah. These are our, our core roles and values um always going on in the background mm. 
that are foremost in whatever it is we're, we're trying to deal with, and the criminal justice system as well, obviously, mm-hmm. and also our understanding of how the criminal justice system works and what's really important and what's, what's less important in any situation. All going on in the police officer's mind yeah. when they come face-to-face with every situation, a whole myriad of things, and only time, only time to, to let it all sink in and to w- work out where people are really coming from and what they want helps things along. So when I would turn up to deal with a call, what would be most helpful in, in, in when, when we arrive at that call is just basically obviously dealing with the immediate things and to make people safe, but then allowing time to come in and to sink in and to see what really has happened here, what's really expected here, mm. and not just what it seemed like on the, on the brief message that actually brought us into the situation. Because those brief messages are taken as quickly as possible and written down by the operator with the maxim, with the, with the intention of getting the office there as quickly as we can with the very basic information. But obviously, that isn't going to be the true representation of what the officer finds there. Right. And sometimes people will, will ring up the police for all kinds of reasons, not just what we imagine that they're ringing up for. I mean, sometimes it's a hoax, for instance. Sometimes it's just a desire for attention. They're not getting the attention that they need. They need someone to to unload to. Sometimes it will be a genuine victim of crime who has suffered a crime and needs that crime to be dealt with. So a whole, Every, a whole, whole myriad yeah. of, 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 re, of, of potential things mm-hmm. that you can find yourself right in the middle of. And you have to, through your experience, work out just what it is. And I guess from my with my experience, I can kind of get there a bit quicker than than most people having seen as much as I have. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so it takes a lot of critical thinking in it that. It does, yeah. As well. Yeah, and, and obviously the more use, it's, it's almost automatic sometimes. Well, I think that's one thing I have to guard against is not going on, not going on autopilot sometimes and just making sure that what I think is going on really, ha- really has happened. That's very interesting, actually, yeah, right? Because, yeah. I mean, you would assume yes. that, you know, yeah. you you know get good at your job and you're yeah. doing yes, that's right. things like yeah. that to be efficient, but yes. to, to not just go into a situation that's judging right. it. Judging, judging yeah. the situation, that's right, and just think, yeah. and, st- and stereotyping it, wow. but actually yeah. just think, well, hang on a minute, what have we really got here? So, yeah, for, yeah. for example, sometimes the guilty party could be the one making the call and the innocent party could be the one standing back. Mm-hmm. And you go in there always imagining that you're going to meet the innocent party, first of all, that they're the ones who've called you, when you're actually meeting the one who's the guilty party who's trying to cover up for what they've done. Wow. What you a know, plot so, twist. <laughs> yeah, so that, that, that can happen as well. Yeah. Wow. And then sometimes it will be a third party that's reported something where they haven't got the full facts and they don't really know what the victim actually wants to do about it, but they wanted to tell us anyway because they think we should know. Right. Even though they've got nothing to do with the situation, right? So you've got to take into account that as well. Yeah. Mm. Now you've been obviously, as we said, um, yeah. in London and active in the community for many, many years. Yes. And you see, you know, we kind of touched at this at the beginning. Like right. you've seen cycles, I think, probably right, or trends, yeah. or trends just even with the way and, that yes. society is running and society is moving. Right. What would you say with your your 
past yeah. and your history and experience of yes. being involved in the community for 40 yeah. years. Yes. Where are we as London? Yes. And I'm sure that would be a, a good reflection of the world, you know, in other metropolitan yeah. cities. Yeah. Yes. Where are we right now as a society? It's, it's, a, very, <laughs> it's a very responsible question you, you've asked me to, to answer there. Right. Answer it in whatever way you would like. <laughs> It's a bit like sometimes the thing that came to mind was you're asking me to be the father of society there for a second. You, you know, know what? If you would like to be, we could add that into the yeah. bottom of the, the video if you want. Like you're... And, um, but I think I have to take, you know, each each day as it comes. And um, today, for instance, I came back to the office, having been away from the office for a, dealing with other tasks for the last 10 days. And I expected to be greeted with, with a myriad of, of requests because I send so much stuff out to different victims of crime and so on over the last 10 days, and I've come back to, ba to barely anything. So also it's seasonal, right? So, so we've just had the holiday, so people are, are just coming back from their holiday and they may not pick up my messages uh, for a few more days yet to respond, right. respond to them. So I, I think I have, we always have to allow time to, to we always have to allow allow time to come along to help us see well what is going on here what isn't going on here but mm. but generally i'm seeing a, a, a lack of engagement mm. there's a lack of engagement with, with with services maybe people are just accepting things too easily putting up with things or just being too busy mm. with their life but I'm, I'm not getting the kind of response i mean i in the last four years on this particular ward I must have handed out at least four thousand contact cards to the wow. pub to the public, right? And and my phone isn't buzzing. It isn't buzzing at all, with all the things that people could or might want to tell me about. I'm getting a tiny handful of messages or information every week that I have to deal with, mm -hmm. and the same crimes are being reported where people are still getting their pedal cycles stolen so easily still getting their phones snatched out of their hand, even though they know in great, in the centre of London, walking yeah. around with, you, with your head down on your, in your phone and not thinking about who's around could lead to having your phone snatched. Yeah. And when I ask people if, if they've ever heard of phone snatching, they'll always say to me, no, they haven't, which is obviously not true mm -hmm. yeah. because everyone must have heard of phone snatching by now. Yeah, yeah. happened to me. <laughs> and and there, are, there are our two biggest issues at the moment. And... Um, you know, does that kind of go a little bit towards yeah, answering no, the question? Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And why Why do you think yeah. that there is kind of more disengagement? Do you think it's kind yeah. of a individualistic, like everyone's kind of right. fending for themselves sort of a thing? Or yeah. is it just a general, it doesn't matter? Well, it could be, know? I suppose. You have to take each um, street or road or neighborhood group on its own merits, and so each each area will be different. We've, right. Even on this particular ward, we've got some areas of the ward that are more engaging and some areas of the ward that are less engaging. This week, the community around the corner are, are planning a big uh, litter sweep for Earth Day on the 22nd of uh, April. We're going to be joining them um, in, 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 in sweeping the area for litter. We're going to be particularly looking for any hidden weapons and, and incorporating it with our weapon sweep. Uh, oh, wow. So we're going to okay. make... Two for one. We've, yeah. got, we've, got, we've got that planned for this particular Friday, uh, two days' time. Um, wow. Tomorrow I'm going to be meeting 
a someone who's suffering from long-term mental health who keeps ringing the police and telling us about this neighbour where we've checked the story many times and found that the person isn't this uh, the way that they're being described by the neighbour. And I've got to try and work out a way with the ward officer of how we can best respond to this particular neighbour with the mental health mm. to help them to, to, to have a point of contact where they don't have to keep calling 999 all the time and making the police on the other end of the phone think that something awful is going on when it's really more in what they think is happening and what's in their mind that we've, we, for we've checked this out many times before mm. to try and work out a strategy with the officer how we can um, best meet the needs of this particular person. Right, so very individual. Very, like, so yeah. very individual, yeah. Very, it's a very yeah. individual. Uh, there's a guy further down the road who keeps phoning us up and telling us about the drug trafficking that's going on down there. And uh, he thinks that we should be sending out a squad every time we get a message from him about oh. the, the activity down there. And we'd love to do that, but there just isn't the time or the, or the uh, resources yeah. to respond to every drug deal that goes out, that goes on. You'd be very busy. Yeah. We, we'd be very busy and we'd yeah. also need about three times the amount of police officers that we've got at the moment. Yeah. Um, so, but the person does need a response, does need to know that we're taking that seriously. We have given him that assurance and we know that that area is rife for that particular activity and we've had some very big successes in that very mm. place in the past and look forward to having the same levels of success again in the future based on what he's still telling us is going on there. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. But it just won't be as and when he thinks or hopes it will be. Right. That, I, think that's, I think that's the key issue, you know. If, if, if someone calls the police, a decision is made straight away whether an immediate response is needed to take immediate action in the situation or whether it's something that's slow time mm. and the slow time stuff finds its way towards the neighbourhood team, whereas the instant fast time stuff is dealt with by the, res the response guys who are 24-7 on duty waiting to respond to every call that comes in and, and grade each call and assess each call according to its needs mm, mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. so gary okay talk me through a little bit more insight here into yes. just like the mind or how how this works behind the scenes because i think yeah. when yeah. i think of keeping the peace in an area or yes. just yes. whatever it's almost yes. like yes. it's the police's job yes and it's just their job yeah. yes. right and I, and I think like subconsciously we can think that slightly right i think though the yes. solution yes. and i know we've discussed this yes. um kind of prior to this episode a little bit. Right. The solution is really yes. with all of us as a society rather yes. than it just being a police's yes. role. Yes. What is what is then how does it work for the police because you guys you guys are there when yeah. we call you. Yeah, yes. Otherwise well, what, the, what, what 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 goes on? The public so, the public are essentially our eyes and ears. We depend we're police by consent. Right. We depend upon the public to let us know whatever their concerns are as soon as they can in the appropriate way. We've got about 10 different methods of contacting the police today. There's never been more. Mm -hmm. There's never been as many ways of getting through to the police and getting the message through. So we depend upon the public to let us know mm -hmm. what is happening at the time. Right. 
And obviously, London is a big place. Um, we have 11,000 calls from the public every day. It's really strange how literally within a, within 100 or 1,000, the same number of calls. You wouldn't believe it. You'd, you'd, think, you'd at least think that one day there's 2,000 calls, sure. another day there's seven or 8,000. But no, it, literally every day, the, figure goes in, the, the number goes into five figures and, and, can, and can go higher than that for London, for the whole of London. Sure, sure. And so all those people are calling into the police every day to pass the message on, to tell us about something that's happening. A road accident, for instance, will be an immediate response where someone's been knocked over. I saw in the uh, operations room the other day, a guy was crossing the road and he was knocked flying by a, a car and they caught it, they had, they had it on camera very soon afterwards and there, there he was uh, sitting down in front of the camera being taken care of by ambulance and police. And we're watching it on the screen in the control room because the cameras, some, sometimes it was very convenient of him to get knocked over right in front of the CCTV camera. Yeah. It's not that there's a CCTV camera on every corner waiting, <laughs> no. waiting to capture whatever goes on. Sure. Some people think that's the case, yeah. but it's not really. There's a lot of doorbell cameras and useful cameras here and there, but, but it's rare, it's rare that you're, you're, someone will be knocked over right in front of the CCTV camera for the control room to watch what's going on there. Mm -hmm. uh, but, it, it, you know, it can happen. Yeah. Uh, and so we rely on the public to call us up, 11,000 calls a day. Um, we respond to it. Um, we, we respond to it in the appropriate way or it may become slow time. I, the other thing, the thought that came into my mind as you were asking that question is, some people living in London, right, don't realise that London is a, is a capital city. It's a metropolitan area. It's not uh, a county area. It's mm. not a rural area. So rural life is a completely different utopian kind of life right, yeah, to, yeah. to city life. Yeah, uh, and, yeah. and, and people are living literally on top of each other five or six times over all around us mm -hmm. here. And... That has its that has its own challenges and problems, and so living in the city and having everything on tap, buses outside your door five times a day, you know, yeah. out in the out in the as we call it out in the sticks as we call it. I mean, yeah. some they don't even, they may, I mean some bus routes are even being withdrawn, and some people don't even have a bus route. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's important for people living in London to have a realistic understanding of what life could be expected to be like in London yeah. compared to what life is like out in the counties. Yeah. And so sometimes it's very interesting when we get called by someone, we're hearing, we're hearing them ask, almost demanding and requiring a lifestyle that would be afforded to someone living in the counties. Interesting. But we can't say to them, this is London, not Bedford. Yeah, you know, yeah. you can't, it doesn't go down very well, does it? <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no, I no, don't no, think you get a great response on the other end of the But we've got to be sympathetic and understanding yeah. and sensitive to that person. And each yeah. person's needs are unique to that person. You know, if that person feels that life can't go on that, you know, in, in the way that it is doing at that, we want, we want to hear that. I want to hear that. I make myself available. I have drop-in surgery. I mean, this place we're meeting in at the moment, I've met the public in this very room many times. I've had surgeries in this room many times. People turned up here talking to them about very down-to-earth issues about life in general and having the time to, to speak very informally to them. 
to get perspectives put in context. Mm. And, and you can only really do that on a face-to-face -face basis. Sure. Right. And every ward in London, there's 600 wards in London, have all got their own neighbourhood team where there's at least one PCSO and three or four police officers on every team that are there to respond at a person's leisure, convenience, by appointment or otherwise, to come and talk to people, engage with them about what it is they're facing. And they're waiting for the public to get in touch with them about whatever the issue is mm -hmm. that they might be facing, but they can't, they're not mind readers, they don't have a crystal ball, they don't know what's going on unless it's brought to their notice. And having brought, and the other thing as well add to add to that is that once it's brought to police notice, it's important to expect some kind of follow-up and follow through with that and to say, well, look, it's, if it's not gone away, if it keeps happening, we want to know that. We want to have attention drawn to that. The sad thing on my ward at the moment is there's two issues going on involving tr troublesome issues. And one issue happened first and one issue is getting all the attention. The person's about to be arrested in the next few weeks. There's been a lot of police time being invested in that. Mm. But there's equally another problem where there's several residents upset, concerned, crime is happening there, and it's just not been getting the attention that it deserves to get for whatever operational reasons there are. And these, these are realities, you know. It's not that the police don't care about that. It's just that this other thing mm. has, has, has kind of come along and taken priority mm -hmm. but we are actually going to get around to look at that but we want the people to stay on board mm. and to continue to say look this is still happening what are you going to do about this this hasn't gone away yeah in the police mind right in the police this is how the police mind works if someone isn't phoning up and telling us about a problem we imagine in our minds that there's not a problem happening it's mm. as simple as that if, a per, if, if an area or a road or an address stays quiet about an issue, as far as the police are concerned, or the ambulance or the fire brigade, there's no fire there, there's no call for an ambulance there, and there's no call for police there. There's no issue. Th there's no issue unless it's brought right. to notice. Right. And so it's really important for everyone to, to report, even if someone has an attempted scam made upon them, even the even in the tiniest way, if you get a thing on your phone saying, oh, you need to press this button to confirm that you still want your parcel, that's important. Mm. You know, that, 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 those tiny details are all important, whether you feed them directly to the police or whether you feed them to your neighborhood association. You need to be everyone needs to be involved in a group. Mm -hmm. everyone should, no one should, I know it's difficult and, and I'm not, General, I'm not. I'm trying not to generalise, but it's it's so important for everyone to be in a group and to be part of a community. Mm. People are getting their at the moment. People are getting their parcels stolen off their front doorstep, right, by the postman or delivery company that's leaving them there, ringing the bell, and then disappearing. And then along comes the, the I call them the seagull, right, and sees <laughs> seagull. The seagull. Come the along comes the seagull and sees the parcel on the doorstep. <laughs> But if a neighbour or a friend living very close by was was available to take that person's parcel in, or to or to see it put there, and to and and and, and just to take it off the take it out of view and put it 
out of sight so that that couldn't happen, that crime couldn't happen. Mm. There's neighbourliness going on there, there's crime prevention going on there. There's the kind of stuff going on there that used to go on 50 or 60 years ago uh, that we've tried that they tried to recreate in the 70s and 80s through Neighbourhood Watch mm. and that has just been gradually diminishing and diminishing over the years with so many people living on their own now compared to in families yeah. all those years ago. London's become a very, um, well, not just London, but there's more and more people living on their own for whatever social reasons that is. And those people get deliveries and they need someone or somewhere for their parcel when they're at work to pay for their mortgage or their rent and their parcel arrives, that they can know that there's someone looking out for them. Yeah, That's a basic uh, requirement that it's, it's possible to put back. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like we've lost almost a sense of community responsibility. Yeah. Like, I'll take yeah. care of you, knowing yeah. that you'll yeah. take care of me. That, that's right. Is that kind that, of That sort of yeah. thing, yeah. yeah. You know what this makes me think of? When I'm driving in my car, yes. and I see a police car, right. like, straight away, yes. like, my chest, like, yes. proud, and, yes. like, my shoulders are back, and yes. I've yes. got both hands on the steering wheel, yes. and, yes. <laughs> like, I correct myself slightly. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Only, like, it's a bit of a joke right. in my yes. head, but yes. it's also, yes. like... Yes. Like I'm, I'm being right. watched and stuff like that. Right. But actually they're probably just going yes. to going their, to going you know, whatever yes. they've been called to. Yes, yes. And like they don't yes, yes. really give a toss about the way I'm driving. So <laughs> they're not like, staring into you your know, car. They're not, yeah, they're not observing like that. But it, it, it did make me it think of that. because makes you that, gives you that feeling maybe. It, it does, but also yes. like yes. in reality, yes. they won't yes. like, watch me and check over and well, stuff like that unless right. they've been told so. It's yes. like... I should just be responsible right. as it is. It shouldn't be a case of them. But if you think about, if you turn that around, right, mm-hmm. and think of perspectives, you may see a police car parked up with the police officer inside or both police officers looking down on their screens, right? Yeah. To, to some people or to a lot of people that can look like the police officers are on their phone and not engaging with the community or not doing their job when really they're actually reporting the crime that they've just received the details from without needing to go back to the station because police officers today have mobile technology and they can't just be going back to the station like in the old days all the time to write it on a standalone computer in order to put this on because these days it's not paper anymore is it it's 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 digital and tech and so every police officer has got their own tablet and in London, every police officer is about to be issued with a phone so that the station can get in touch with them. So if you see a police officer in the street, I've had a few of these calls, by the way, yeah. of the public saying, they weren't interested in me, they were too busy with their phone, you know. As if they're just on Instagram. As, as, if, they're just on, as if they're just on Instagram. <laughs> and they're, 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 trying to re- they're, they're taking the, the report from a, from a call that's come in to find out where their next call is, right? Without needing to go back to the station because there's so few compared to what they were before. Because what's happened in London is that the they used, I mean, in this area, this used to be broken down into three or four groups of, of, of police areas in Camden. Mm. It was North Camden, South Camden. Now it's all just one Camden. It isn't just one Camden, it's Camden and Islington now. You know, right. with, the, with the kind of number, ratio, whatever, sure. but still, less percentage-wise than they were 30, 40 years ago, but less demand as well, obviously, uh, then compared to now. Mm. So that mobile technology that we use at the moment is never 
more important than it is today. And the police officer, if he's on his tablet or phone, he is you you must give him the benefit of the doubt and not mm -hmm. just assume he's phoning home or something. He might <laughs> he may even be phoning to say, I'm not gonna be home tonight, I'm not gonna get to the theatre tonight for the theatre tickets that we've paid out for that right. we can't go to anymore because so someone else is gonna have to take my place instead. That could be one reason why he's yeah. phoning home, sure. if he was phoning home, but the majority of the time will be him rep reporting on his tablet or laptop what he's just had to deal with and putting it on computer before being called up and whisked away right. to the next call. So, so it all really does come to perspective. Perspectives, yes, yeah. that's right. It's all about perspectives and checking out those perspectives for yourself and not just holding on to your stereotype of what you think is happening. And not just what you think is happening. I think that is a fantastic kind yeah. of yeah. thing. Because we, we get so, I think, when we're not having that community responsibility kind of mm -hmm. mindset, yes. all then we know is our own experience. Yes. Which makes us then, I think, judgmental because then we only hear our, our own perspective. Yes, yes. Um, I just think that's a fantastic Thing. And yeah. I think we're definitely yeah. going towards a yeah. Indivi individualistic society as yes, well, for sure, yeah. right? Um, mm. And again, sure. as you said, less community watch, that less kind of, I know someone's looking out for me. Yes. Um, which I guess in one sense then would, you know, yes. stop more maybe mm -hmm. of like the petty crime, if you want, if right. people knew that, oh, the neighbors might see me. You know, yes. no one's thinking about that right now no. when they're going to go take a parcel. Yes. Um, so I don't know if you have anything to kind of say on like the individualistic kind of aspect of society right now or how yes. we can, because yes. as you also said, which yeah. really um, yes. kind of marked me as well, was like people mm. think that when I call something in, if it's not resolved immediately, yes. then no one cares. But really yes. yeah. we don't have that broader perspective no. of no. Mm -hmm. like maybe there's something else beyond yeah. me. Like why do we expect that yes. and need yes. our answer now? You yes. know, um, any kind of insight yeah. into that? If you yeah. have any. Or even just the idea right. of like, you were mentioning like just facing reality yes. in the fact that mm. like I mean, the police aren't, yes. you know, yes. they can only do so much or they yes. they, yes. they ha only have well, so many people who work for e them. Even a police officer has to, has to have the same attitude with the cases that he brings to court or he or she brings to court. Um, he might do so much, he or she might do so much work in bringing that case to, to the attention of the criminal justice system and the court, only to watch the, only to watch it not get resulted in the way that he or she mm. wants it to be. And he or she can be, can give up on doing their job to the fullest of their ability if they allow perspectives. And what, what I do is, it, what I do, what others do, is we just do our best we bring everything to where it needs to go. Mm. We put it there. We put it in the hands of whoever it needs to be in the hands of. And we let whoever higher up, courts, whatever, make the decisions that need to be made for the best and entrust the situation into their judgment. The, the jury, the, the judge, the magistrate, mm. the Crown Prosecution Service, whoever it is, we just need to give them the best that we have and let them make their decision. I know that there's this case that's going on at the moment with us. We went through the same situation with the same person last year, uh -huh. only to watch them at the end of the day, because of probably because of mental health issues, not get the justice, should we say, 
that mm. was meant to come their way. But here we are again now, a year later, going through the same situation again. And as I said to my colleague before I came here today, we might be looking at the same thing again next year with this same person, with all the work that you've just put into this and how you're going to be bringing it to the attention of whoever. We could find ourselves in 12 months' time going down the same road again with mm. this person because of their acute needs and mental health issues. Mm -hmm. What is there? What can be done for them? Um, what is available for them to meet that deep deep issue that they've got or is it just a case of um doing the best we can to manage the situation mm. so uh, my co so our co me and my colleagues also have to be realistic about you have to be realistic about what you hope from us we have to be realistic about what we hope from the powers that be mm. yeah uh, so uh, and and every everyone is in the same boat every, yeah. everyone's in the same boat yeah yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And what would you give as kind of like maybe, um, I don't know, encouragement and a challenge to just like your average person going through society okay. that maybe is not going to report My a scam that they got on their phone mm -hmm. to kind of build back this community well, responsibility, this this understanding and kind of perspective shift that we've been talking well, there's, about. Well, there's two things that I want people to do. First of all, it's to make, make us aware of whatever it is they, they're aware of, mm -hmm. they know about, that we don't know. And not just to imagine that it's unimportant, but let us make the decision on whether it's important or not. Let us be the ones to assess it and to see how it fits in, what, how big their piece of the jigsaw puzzle is to us, whether it's a tiny, tiny piece or whether it's a massive piece that they don't even realise. And the other thing, the other challenge I have for every individual is to join a group, mm. just to be part of, whether it's your just to get on with you. I mean, I met one of my next door neighbors yesterday at home. It turns out, I mean, I've met, he's lived there for a while and I've never really spoke to him until yesterday. For some reason it came about and he's actually from Ukraine. He's, he's got family in Ukraine. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I actually identify more with the situation over there now because of speaking to him and hearing of his personal mm. perspective and how his mother and father are over there. They're not, they haven't been, nothing bad has happened to them yet. But he showed me a video of um, stuff going on and he could see it was very worrying to him. And so seeing that he's my next door neighbor two doors away, it's brought that issue that's only in the media much closer through my willingness to say hello to my neighbor and get mm. on with my neighbor. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah, so that's good. You so know, good. And, and whether it's so it's a, a neighbor or, or a group that you could be part of mm. or a group you should join or just, just not to be on your own anymore mm. if you don't need to be. Mm. Just to make some space and some room in your life and time to join a group and to be part of something that other people are doing. Even if it's two or three people, that's enough for a group. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whether it's to join, a, whether it's to make a little WhatsApp or signal group, for instance, to be part of that group and not to expect... But, but when you join the group... Don't expect your life to change overnight. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, can, it can take years. It can take years of waiting and getting to know people properly and allowing them to trust you and also building up trust in them as well. So don't have the wrong... Join a group, but don't have the wrong expectation of that mm. group. Be willing to... 
do something that society finds very hard to do today, and that is to wait. And, 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 yep. and, and the average person can't even wait 30 seconds for a lift. So if you're gonna, when you do join your group, don't take that mentality with you. Yeah. Be willing to wait and, and be patient, even if it can take a year or more. Sure. Just make sure that you join the right group, <coughs> not the wrong group. <laughs> if you want any help on that subject, you can ask someone. Yeah, ask someone whether it's right for you to join their group, to join that group or not, you know, and, 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 and may, maybe make up your mind over a couple of weeks before you join the group, you know. <laughs> Don't just jump into a group and say, I've got to join a group, I'm going to join a group today, and just join any group that comes along. Could get you into a sticky <laughs> yeah, situation. Could, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, think about, you know, think about your time, your responsibilities, mm. what might be expected of you if you go to that group, and just work out if it's right but do join, don't be put off, don't don't give up on groups. Mm. I think groups are the future, to be honest. Well. And and we see we need to see more of them. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone being part of them. Yeah. Man, I Absolutely. love that. Yeah. yeah. I really love that actually. Just yeah. the idea of not isolating yourself. Yes. And community yeah. and joining communities yes. Yes. is yeah. genuinely the solution yes, really. yes it is yeah. right. and it might not be instant yeah. as we yeah. are just see one of about. one of the i'll throw in another topic that's key to us at the moment and that is the word cuckooing oh, cuckoo cuckoo cuckooing is you know if you if you know the bird the cuckoo bird right it's built on the concept of the cuckoo bird okay where um <laughs> the cuckoo bird takes over another bird's nest and that and, it, and it's that's where it gets its famous reputation from Interesting. The, the, the cuckoo the other bird builds a nest and the cuckoo comes along and steals it right well, what's happening in society today, not very much, but it does happen, is that vulnerable people are allowing the wrong people to come into their life and becoming friends with them. And before you know it, they've taken over their, their home and their, all their private issues and everything else. And they've almost bec they've become cocooed. And it's it's a topic in police circles that we are hearing more and more about at the moment. I did see a documentary wow. about this. I'm not going to lie. Okay, you, you <laughs> so you know about not, cocooing. Not called cocooing, <laughs> but I'm putting pieces together. Now. Okay, right. Yeah. So it's like my story about my question that I ask: Have you ever heard of phone snatching? And and only yeah. when they get back home again. Oh yeah, actually no. My 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 mom or my dad had their phone snatched. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I have heard of phone snatching. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So so, so cocooing wow. is um, nice. stuff that's going. Going on at the moment and, and obviously the person who's most vulnerable to being cocooed is the person who's living in an isolation yeah. where they haven't got friends being aware of their circumstances and noticing these new people coming into their lives mm. yeah so wow. that's cocooing for you Amazing. yeah something to think about yeah yes. be aware of. And, and to make us aware of if you think that's going on yeah right? to tell us about you know oh i think this person's having a problem with cocooing you know we can come and check it out Wow. Yeah. See if it's That's true. So or not. funny. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up and just I think there's something like there's a cocooing going on. Also. Yeah. yeah. Could, it could be a code word. Could yeah. well be a cocooing going <laughs> on or it could be word. something else, you know. Exactly. Yeah. But unless we get the chance to look more closely and see if other people have noticed it as well. And I think when people tell us about drug situation, for instance, we also want to hear it from other people, mm. not just from the same person. Right, right. Over, over and over again. again. Sure. Because when it gets to court, the magistrate, one of the questions they're going to ask is is all this just based on that that person's perspective? That one perspective. Yeah, or is or is it there something that the community have have all mentioned about it? And right. We can see clearly that this is really an issue based not just upon one person's perspective, but upon several people's perspective. Right. You know, right. and that gives clarity to a situation when more people are bringing forward their perspective. Mm. 
Mm. Everyone can bring their perspective forward, but the more people that agree with your perspective, the more clearer the picture becomes and right. makes it more true and and, and 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 objectively measurable. Right. Yes. Right. That's good. Mm. Yeah. Everyone's perspective merges and we find the yeah. truth. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> what do they say, that joke? hundred... <laughs> X number of people can't all be wrong. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> sometimes it's the, sometimes they are. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be right eventually, right? <laughs> but um, generally speaking, in normal sure, yeah. Cir- yeah. circumstances, you know, with no motivation or no motive behind it, a person's perspective will be genuinely read and seen for what it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so good. And I think we're wrapping this up now. Okay. It's about time. But I want to end with this with something that you had said in our previous meeting as well. Yes. So that there is one timeless rule, yeah. put other people before yourself. That's right. And yes. yeah, it is. Great. It's it's about putting people, other people first and not being in such a hurry yourself, mm. regardless of your own agenda, to um, to get done what you've got to get done. Mm-hmm. Because that might be the only chance you get to bump into that person who you just happen to see. And if your agenda is more important than that moment and opportunity to see and meet that person that you've been waiting to see and meet for so long, your priority issue can continue to dominate your life and can continue to keep you isolated. Mm. So by putting other people first and stopping and making room for the other for other people and making a habit of it... Mm. That's that's the way forward. Yeah, you know, yeah. You, we, we're not going to miss it. We're not going to starve to death. We're not going to miss out in this country, are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we have got a bit of time to make room for other people, and we should try and do that more and more. Right, yeah. I love that. Mm. Yeah. Make room for other people. Sure that's so good. Yeah. yeah, amazing. Thank you so much, Gary. Yeah. What a what a great chat. Yeah. Seriously, that was so learned great. a lot. Yeah, yeah. eye opening. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So thank you. Yeah. Again, for taking your time. Thank you. Yes. Um, And as always, guys, as we're wrapping up this episode, um, yeah, we are also wrapping up our series now on control. Yes. Um, So we've got some exciting things up our sleeves over the next few weeks, few months, actually. So stay tuned for that. Um, And Zach, in the meantime, (laughs) where can they find us? Yep. Um, Gary, I don't know. Well, are you on the socials, Gary? We've got. uh, We've got the. um, We've got a Twitter site called Cantalos. Cantal- M- MPS at no, at MPS Cantalos. That's right. At MPS Cantalos is our Twitter address. We've yeah. got our email address of cantalos.snt nice. at met.police.uk. Amazing. And we've also yeah. also got the Ward Mobile of 07407477772. So there's three immediate ways nice of, of getting in touch with us. And if, even if my even if your issue doesn't apply to our area as such i can certainly pass it on to any of the other teams in london the whole of london Fantastic. Who, who would be more than willing and keen to hear from me and, and i know how to get that message through to them mm-hmm. so wh- wherever it is in london i can't say about the counties but in yeah. london <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's yeah. probably wide enough you know. yeah. yeah and we're on youtube um yes. at the anchor of the week um, yes. as well as instagram tiktok Spotify. Yes. Platforms. There you go. Why don't I, do I even try to <laughs> step in? You had that. Yeah. Awesome. Right. Well, thank you again, Gary. Thank you so much. Thank you, there. everyone, for joining us, yes. and we will see you next week. Thank you.